Hi, citizens. It's Phil. Everything's going fine, but this week we're rerunning an old episode because Sean just got back from vacation. I didn't want to force him to make a show right after coming back. It's, it'd be like making the man use a water pick. You just don't force that on someone. So we're rerunning one from last September. It's a, it's a fantastic one. It's got one of my favorite cold opens ever because it shows you just how goofy I really am. Uh, also, it's got a story that I hope Sean might be able to find an update for next week about a guy who clearly didn't murder someone. And uh, I can't update my story because it was about rodents that don't like to be tickled. Therefore, I'm not going to go tickling any rodents. Thank you. And one last thing that's worth mentioning, at the end of the show last week, uh, after after we cut, uh, Sean was very insistent and very impressed, actually, with the cocktail. He was just so caught off guard, uh, but he was also very insistent that I lay claim to it, which, as we spoke about, uh, actually, I think just the week before, uh, about NFTs and claiming rights to cocktails, but the only thing you could trademark is a name. And uh, I do want to lay claim to it because at least, you know, history can trace it back to this moment where I'm going to tell you that what that was that caught him so off guard was a milk-washed penicillin cocktail. A penicillin is a, a sort of a neoclassical cocktail using uh, scotch and ginger and lemon juice. And that lemon juice is the acidic brightness that he was hinting at. So that's what I'm laying claim to right now. Again, I'll give you more details. We might talk about it a little more next week, but he, he was, uh, despite how upset he seemed, he was actually, uh, pretty happy with it. And so he was insistent that I lay claim to it. So I figured, let me do that now. As long as I have everybody's attention, I could sort of put it on the record, if you will, uh, for posterity to, you know, once, once uh, society collapses, we can search back and we're like, man, who made that one great drink? Oh, it was this guy from that podcast. I'm this guy. This is that podcast. Enjoy this episode. We love you. Hello? Well, you know, every time I think to myself, I'm ready to bring us back, I never am. But you know what? We're here now, and I hope you're ready, because we are. Or not. But it doesn't... If you wish, I wish that you, baby, I haven't done loungy in a while. I like it. Would just join us on that whip around, crazy whip around with a show. I'm Sean Hayes. <laughs> Weird news, baby. And uh, macabre <laughs> is my game. And not rhyming is apparently my activity of choice. I'm not alone. This week on the Whipperoni is like the others. Actually, it's extra good because I'm literally in person not alone. And I am joined by... Dr. Phil Laporta, far less musically inclined, just as likely to not rhyme, but much more into the science thing. That was kind of rhymey. It was like sort of like blurry rhyme in there. It's, uh, you know... Freestyle rhyming. Yeah. And yeah. Bonnie, what a peanut. Also, <laughs> Phil's rocking not... This is like a... a um, like a... Let's say we had, for some reason, like collectibles of the show. Action, <laughs> action figures or pop vinyls, right? Like, I, I, whatever about anybody else. But maybe Series 1, probably Series 2 would be Phil and he's wearing right now. You've a, seen me in this before, too, I think, right? If, I, if we get, Well, hey, man. It's like the face of God. You look on it and you're blinded. Your memory's gone. Anyway, it's a tan a New Hope. Well, it's just a Star Wars, but a you know a Star Wars uh, shirt 
with his PhD licious. Oh my God, Brandon. Derby Bring hoodie on top. What? <laughs> it's no secret from the citizens. Is it who you are? Your alter. I guess ego. that's been yeah. That's your, from my roller derby. Your days. roller skated alter. You ego. Used to referee for those of you newer citizens. Yeah. Anyway, now what? What's up with you? Stop shaking your drink. Look how far away it picks that shit up, like crystal clear. Wait a minute. That's because Ward's mic is still on from two weeks ago. Hold on. Let me mute that. There. Oh. Oh, okay. So don't worry. We're safe. All right. Well, I guess we're turning off the Holy Spirit's mic. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. What the fuck? It's a tumbling, interesting kind of week. Phil? What's up with you? I just asked you that. You did? Yes. And I then was you so, were... I'm sorry. I was working the ice. <laughs> What's up with me? Well, I'm fine. Um, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, I have upstairs now. I have been to the dispensary. Oh. And I have upstairs sort of in a vault, like wait, waiting for the new era. I don't know why I didn't start said new era, but there was something about, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's me with starting things. That you have that. I have to get a running. I have to kind of wind yeah. up. like. Which reminds me, have you even tried the water pick yet? <laughs> What's a water pick? No, I, <laughs> it's still there. Like, it's still, it hasn't I, been, I don't think it's gone. No, I'm saying like on the same spot on the bathroom counter where it's been forever. So it's not even something where anyone, whether my wife or myself, has been like, can we just cut the shit? Can we end this lie? Nope. Still, still there. there. Okay. Still there. Right. And and no, I and, am not. And then, so then that's up in a, your own little tiny dispensary and just waiting for the right day. The water pick? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, yes. My exactly. own little dental dispensary. It's <laughs> uh, the name of my band. Anyway, it's, yes. I figure I'll probably start tomorrow. You know, it's it's a day Monday. off for, for Edie, Yom Kippur, and uh, oh. to all those who yes. sell, observe, I guess, that. Uh, it is, a, is that a I think it's observe. I think it's both. Okay. To, well, to, who observerate that day? You know. <laughs> yes. Rocket. I'm not. I'm not going to say. Happy New I Year. Am. That's stupid. But Happy New Year. Yeah. Well, it's not stupid. No, it's stupid for you, for you it's to stupid say for me it. to say it. We, Ugh, we, we Gentile, the Gentile blues. <laughs> Phil, please save me. What's up with you? <laughs> we should have cut straight to that. <laughs> had we known then what we know now. Well, you know what? It's hindsight's 2020, but 2020 tends to suck. So fuck that. Oh, what? T-shirt. Come on. <laughs> Front hindsight is twenty twenty. Reverse. Twenty twenty sucks anyway. But twenty twenty kind of sucks anyway. www.thewhiparoundpodcast.com. Sorry, Phil. What did you say was up with you? Because you just rocked my whole universe. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. <laughs> just we're just right middle of the road, both of us, aren't we? You know, I was just week. re-listening to the fluffy episode. I guess this one is just. How would you? It's the opposite. It's fine. It's like just ru- a fastball down the middle. Yeah, hit this if you want. You know it's coming. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh-huh. choo-choo, the weird is coming through. It's time for Trainwreck Headlines. <laughs> At least the segue was fine so far. Sugar to the gills. <laughs> Phil's rocking the derby. Yeah. Yeah. Train good. Train All right. Phil. Six headlines from this week's news. One of them I have. Is your hand on your hip? Like, are you like... I'm a Kimbo halfway. Oh, because you, you're a little like, you know, got a little, got a little PhD in you. Yeah. <laughs> Would you leg. like some? No, thanks. <laughs> Spot the fake Only if you filter it through with milk. Oh, hey, that's my job. Spot the fake win the day. He's right. Russian space agency chief declares Venus a Russian planet. <laughs> SUV driver leaves crash scene, gets into second crash and dies. 
Mm. Police bus condom recycling facility in southern Vietnam. Worker accused of masturbating in Tulane office sues university because campus police shot him. Russian special forces arrest Christmas-hating cult leader who says he is Jesus. FDA warns approximately 30% of ca- uh, candy corn found on store shelves may be more than five years old. Oh, God. Russian Space Agency chief still declares Venus a Russian planet. SUV driver leaves crashing, gets the second crash and dies. Police bus con recycling facility in southern Vietnam. Worker accused of masturbating t- in Tulane office sues the university because campus police shot him. Stop gesticulating. I don't know what you're doing. You're screwing me up. I'm copying you. <laughs> Russian... <laughs> Russian Special Forces arrest Christmas hating cult leader who says he's Jesus. FDA warns of approximately 30% of candy corn found on store shelves may be more than five years old. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Two Russia stories. Mm-hmm. Very interesting fake news. Uh, I, it's um, the, I had heard of, I think, the, the cult uh, guy. I think. I just saw there was somebody got, somebody's in trouble for saying I'm Jesus. I remember seeing that. Okay. Um, so I'm going to eliminate that one. I feel like it's one of the two Russia stories because I, f- I don't know. Why is Russia popping up twice? I don't know. Why is all your news popping up on my feed this week? Yeah, apparently Phil is getting <laughs> data good. His shit. <laughs> like the, it's, it's the, the internet has decided that we are one. <laughs> Pretty much at this point. Uh, yeah, and you know what? I'll tip my hand to this. With the exception <laughs> of like one thing this week, everything has been... I kept, I kept finding stuff, and I was like, Sean, you need to see this. I was going to mention it later, but yeah, Phil gave them to me uh, sight unseen, but for the headlines... Anyway, anyway. Anyway, that is to say, but you I think there's something Russian going on. Yeah, can I hear the two Russia stories again? Uh, Russian space agency chief declares Venus a Russian planet. <clears throat> Russian special forces arrest Christmas-hating cult leader who says he is Jesus. Yeah, see, and I feel like I've... I could be mistaken. Could be another the, Jesus. The haze effect. Right? There have been so many. <laughs> I'm going to say it's the first one is fake that the uh, Russians say Venus is Russian. They are claiming that's their planet. That's real. Oh, the love of... Good news. For the love of Piotr. Good news, though. Uh, you were... Wait, hold on. A... Hold on. Okay. Hold on. All right, go ahead. No, I have no idea. <laughs> you weren't having the haze effect because you really did hear uh, the Russian special forces, the one... I did that hear was, the word about that's Jesus. Real. That's right. <laughs> yes. You heard the good news. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I heard the fake news. <laughs> it was the last one. FDA warns approximately 30% of candy corn... Maybe more than five years old. And that sounded familiar. Is that a bit from like a famous stand-up routine? I, I feel like, like everybody a, has, has said that it's smell just, all over it's it. just old and we recycle it. I feel I like that's, that's a thing. But, yeah. uh, but I was like, you know what? How can like I make that Jack real? Candyism, even? It's possible. But I was eating candy corn while I was writing and I was like, oh, got it. peek behind the curtain. Wow. Yeah, right? It's, that's how we make the science. <laughs> Still matters, damn it. Which is odd because I'm, pic- you know, I'm a visual whatever. I picture the words of what's happening. Sure. So when you were like, that's how we make the, there was this giant <laughs> science written in huge sausage letters. It's, it's not dick science this week. This It's not sausage science. Then what's the point? It's the COVID of the week. Well, yeah. Hey, hey, it's the COVID of the week. Of the week. Of the week. <laughs> So it is kind of about penises. A little bit. And these people are dicks. Uh, the the covidiots, plural, of the week are some residents of Minnesota. Yeah, moving uh, on. <laughs> yeah, right. Just, you know what? Enough said. Yeah. 
Uh, in order to get a better understanding how the big dumb thing has spread, the CDC sent several team survey teams to study how the virus is spreading in the state and how it's affecting residents. Go around, knock on your door, stop you if you're out in the park and ask just a bunch of questions, right? Nothing so, scary about that. No, I mean, listen, when a worker in a face shield and a mask saying they're a government worker interrupting your day, that might be a little annoying. It's still no call for what they were doing. Uh, several reports from around the state from the workers cite incidents where the survey workers were yelled at, threatened with weapons, and in survey teams where people of color were subjected to racial slurs. Oh, I don't this is sad. So as a result, this survey, which remember is supposed to help residents get a better understanding of what's going on and, you know, just fucking help them by asking questions has mm. been halted. I'd say more, but Dan Huff, assistant commissioner with the Minnesota Department of Health, has said it for me, quote, we know people are hurting and frustrated. We also know some people disagree with various government policies and approaches, but there's a difference between disagreeing with policy and taking out frustrations on a public health worker. And no matter how frustrated someone may be, we just draw a clear, we might, we, <laughs> no matter how frustrated someone may be, we must draw a clear line at expressions of racism. So the racist residents of Minnesota for being fucking not, racist, which is, which is not all inclusive. No, Bill specified for these earlier. racist residents of Minnesota, <laughs> not the other racist. We do not need a state against us. Yeah. Uh, for, well, Florida priority is, but fuck them. For, for making it hard for people to do their jobs and for causing a program designed to help come to an abrupt end, you are my co-villains of the week. God damn it. Riskiest COVID of the week segment yet. <laughs> because I, f- I may As have offended an entire the Great state. Lakes, uh, or the, what is it, land of a thousand lakes? Uh, yeah. In we, the eye. They might uh, come down with some hockey sticks and attack me. Um, you got any, You got anything else for us? Sometimes science has breakthroughs that are absolutely surprising. Occasionally, there is just an aha moment in the lab. The clouds part, the data aligns, and the light of clarity shines on down. And I can only imagine... This is going to get gross. The the researchers at the University of Bristol in the UK felt this week... I can feel it. ...when they came to the conclusion... I'm already sick. ...that not all rats like to be tickled. (laughs) That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. That is the saddest. How are you smiling? I just it's your it was your expression of just utter confusion for a beat was just It was sadness. <laughs> it was sadness tinged with confusion. There was, well, yeah, okay. I I will admit at first baffling. Yes. But it's depressing. It's sad. But let me tell you about the study which was published in Current Biology. Oh, Phil, please. <laughs> Cuz right now I'm picturing like a Frankenstein table but like there's a rat like kind of like clamped in and there's you know a dude with a feather <laughs> just, I was gonna say lab coat <laughs> with feathers just kind of like coochie, coochie, coochie. <laughs> and igor sitting there like hey yes master can tickle the rat more um where was i going with this right uh <laughs> something about igor um <laughs> uh, journal current biology notes that positive animal animal emotion what positive animal oh, emotion animal. It, Where are they tickling them? <laughs> is a key component of animal welfare and plays a role in stress coping and uh, resilience. We all play with our pet critters and rats are no different. Mm-hmm. Knowing that rats emit, emit high-pitched calls when stimulated, they started tickling some rats and noticed that not all of them make these calls when tickled, indicating they weren't down with it. Uh, <laughs> okay, now we're getting to the realm of consent and I don't like Oh, you beat the... me to my punchline! Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Oh. oh, no, it's fine. Lead researcher and psychopharmacologist Emma Robinson, quote, what we have shown 
shown in the study is that the vocalization made by rats in response to tickling are an accurate reflection of their emotional experience and something which is easy to measure. So the researchers note that they're hoping to make people realize that even though it's generally accepted to play with your, your pets and your rats and tickle them, not all rats may be into it. To quote the paper abstract in regards to the vocalizations, quote, this variation laughing or not, needs to be readily quantified if we were to ensure that tickling is only implemented where it generates positive effect. So that is to say, people with, that, with rats out there, uh, the takeaway for you is no means no, and uh, it's all about consent still, and uh, listen to your rat, and if they're not, la- la- uh, they're not laughing, stop tickling your rat. Mm. Sean? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you just drop that in my lap? <laughs> don't, tickle, well, don't tickle it without asking. I... <laughs> I'm not all right. I'm not an expert in rat ethics. No, nor am I. But it is interesting the things that, in the name of science, have been done to rats. It, that's part of it, right? But it's, they're going like, hey, 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 no tickling. <laughs> <laughs> These rats have like lipstick smeared in their eyes. They're getting like comet poured all over them. They're being put on all like I assume strapped to like drones and flown in the air just like spinning like you know like some kind of out of whack fan setting but hey i said no tickling i don't think they like it drawing the line somewhere not to which is not to say of course that if you had a pet rat you wouldn't go like well let me see what it thinks of chanel number five when i shove it up his ass no of course not but the fact that they're particularly sensitive about tickling i don't know plus yeah it could be a mood you're not always in the mood to be tickled. That's true. Right? That maybe that particular rat is not in the mood. Now, the paper was behind a paywall, so I only got to read a little bit of the abstract. But that being said... Yeah, we need a Patreon just for our ability to, to just read actually... Pa- for Phil to read papers and... Yeah. Because yeah. that's what you need. I, uh, More yeah. academic reading. Oh, 100 fucking percent. That's exactly what I look forward to. So... I will say this. I don't know what the methodology is. You'd think that researchers would be responsible enough to tickle a rat multiple times to see if in like different days, just to see if that was, you know, I don't know, man, it wasn't into it on Tuesday, but this rat is totally all about it. Now that it's happy hour, check its mood first, get a baseline on every rat, take it out to fucking dinner. If you're going to tickle it, Jesus that, Christ. Well, and that was the thing. The other, my other thought oh, no. was that, you know, there's a lot of clumsy, uh, correction with regard to language when adult language programming uh, shifted over into network or into sort of a kid-friendly environment. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you famously just get bleeps, but there's dubbing that sometimes happens too. You know, like, that's a bunch of bull crap. You know, like, you know, yeah. Rat fuck is always a difficult one. Because <laughs> what do you say? Well, now it's rat tickle. You just ah! like, oh, really give a rat tickle. You know what I'm saying? Limited use, but I have I mean, a good feeling about it's, this. It's definitely a development that they seem to have unintentionally uh, put out there. And that's the thing. Just like with NASA, they research all kinds of advanced type technology. Bada bing, bada boom. You got a cell phone. I was going to say. They research tickling rats. Bada bing, bada boom. More teledildonics. Exactly. <laughs> you get to watch Goodfellas with the volume all the way up again. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Rat fuck has got oh. to be said in Goodfellas. I am sure of it. Feels like it should be. Citizens, if you know that, get in touch with us, uh, thewhiparound at gmail.com. Because we are also too lazy and slash busy to watch Goodfellas. Yeah, just, be, just, just hanging just, waiting for just rat Just to sit fuck. there, you're like, so let us know if you have rats, because I know that there, we've got citizens out there with different pets. Let us know. Sure. And if, if, uh, let us know about your tickling uh, pet experience. Yeah. What, what's your... Pre- I happen to... Uh, let me throw this out there as an example. Sure. Every time I've ever tried to tickle a cat, I have paid for it. 
uh, I will say I will happily hold Kepler and play with her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really respond to tickling if I ever fake tickle it. She doesn't even like... Every cat I've ever had has been like, fuck you. They call me... That's, they have a very rat tickle attitude about it. <laughs> Let's go to break. Rat tickle. Rat tickle. Did I ever tell you about the term? Like the... It's not a curse, but uh, a vulgar term I came up with. I did. I had to have. It came up when Gabe was on the show. Didn't it? We were talking with him about the substituting in the sugar um, sugar pops, was it? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, the innocuous. But I mean an actual, like, gross thing that I feel like I coined. No. All right, well, I'll describe the thing, and then you you can tell Come me if I... Term. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can tell me if the term that I'm then going to supply you fits. Okay. All right, so you know that feeling... When you're sitting on a non-hyperabsorbent surface, let's say. So a, a non-squishy couch. So like a leather chair. Okay. Or sitting on the floor somewhere. Or sitting on an uncomfortable wooden chair. Or, or what? Right. Okay. And you fart. And the fart doesn't really have anywhere to go once it's out. You know, I don't know what the physics are. You can explain I, it to me fine. another time. I'm not a, it's a fluidics thing. Okay, well, I hope not. <laughs> Gas is fluid. But it... Oh, God. Incorporations are people. I don't know what's true anymore. <laughs> anyway, the bubbles, because it's sort of, you can even feel the bubbles because of the pressure that you've given. You know what I'm saying? You feel the bubbles. Yeah. Oh, yes. And they, and they, well, they go back. I guess if you're quote unquote lucky, they just sort of, you know, it's almost like little missiles of gas are just going. Yeah. <laughs> and you get the slapping feel too sometimes. Yeah, I like guess. Depending on how much... it goes out sideways. It... Well, that is much less likely, but yeah, because what's more likely is it's going to try to come forward. <laughs> right. And then you that. feel these like bubbles of gas run up the scrot <laughs> like some kind of a weird escape, like, you know, <laughs> like a, like a, what's the uh, great escape? You know, like they're just like. I thought you were going to say Shawshank. Or that, sure. Crawled over several inches of scrotum and shaft to find freedom. But anyway, they make it up. And, they, and, and not to be, well, it's too late now, but not to be overly crass, but it like, it's an un, it's a weird tickly sensation. Yeah. As a, not great. So I call it the stink tickle. You've never told me that. Let's it's start a, with it's that. It's a stink tickle. I support it. I think that that is a great term for that Thank experience. You. Thank you. Yeah. Cause there, there's something inherently unpleasant and you know, you'd have pleasant, uh, names and nicknames for, for the experience. Sean's cabin to the macabre. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, <clears throat> so much for segues. Go on, my cabinet. So, hey, um, this 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 here story is about a Missouri man mm-hmm. who totally did not murder his wife and abandon her corpse clumsily near their home oh sure he didn't do that shit no absolutely did not okay how do i know i was gonna i'm seeing doubt in your face how do i know that he didn't i will give you my proof up top because i don't bury leads okay okay the suspect's own words (laughs) close this whole thing before it starts oh okay you ready reliable witness i'm ready set boom justice quote whatever happened Said our innocent man, I didn't do it. Huh? Oh, well. I'm going to say that again. I mean. For those of you in the back seat. <laughs> Whatever happened, I didn't 
do it. There's nothing more concrete than that. Now, could, could there possibly be... He's really leaving no room for, for misinterpretation. A guilty man or woman would could never say those oh, you're things. you're not allowed to lie. Right. That's bad. That's on the internet. But you let can't me, lie on the internet. Let me tell you the story anyway, as it's technically still an open issue, though I have no idea why. Yeah, it should be done already. The place! Columbia, Missouri. Fairly sizable city. I'm not sure if you if you're familiar with it. I've never been, but I've heard of it. Uh, it's northish central part of the state, suburbia. Sure. Uh, so it's really any town USA. Just so happens to be in Missouri with uh, innocent people, like this poor murdered woman. Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> Since guilt is nowhere near the story, I yeah. The time, November 29th, 2018, or at least that's where we start. You're going to want to put on your mouth guard, put in your mouth guard, put on your helmet, whatever, people, because we're going to do some time traveling. That can get bumpy. Yeah. Especially if you put in, your, put on your, your mouth guard. The point is this. I was picturing headgear. Don't know why. Put on your headgear. Don't put that cup on your face. Put in your retainer. We're taking a time travel trip. Anyways, <laughs> it's nighttime in suburbia, November 29, 2018. The focus here. Is in a man named Frank S. Spencer the Third. Oh, he sounds innocent. I know. Forty-four-year-old living with his wife on Quail Drive. Again, Quail Drive. Either it's innocently stupid, Dan Quail, or it's <laughs> gentle and floaty and whatever, like a bird quail. How idyllic is that shit? Quail Drive. Anyway, he on this particular evening was riding to Bible study. Phil, with an unnamed companion who would later describe Spencer's behavior in the car as, quote, paranoid and odd. Which, I don't know if you've ever been around an innocent person, that is exactly how they act. I was going to say, you are a case study right? of an innocent guy yeah. who is odd and paranoid. Yeah. Evidently, Spencer got so whacked out for innocent reasons that before reaching ye old Bible study, did I mention he was on the way to Bible study? Yeah, it sounds very like a wholesome fella. Uh, let me restate that. On the way to Bible study, he gets out of the car. He has the, well, he has him pull over, at least. Gets out of the car, and he says to this ride, someone else in the Bible study, uh, and this is according to the article, quote, that he needed to go back home and check on his wife. Innocence all over the place freaking out getting weird and then saying pull over pull over getting out and then saying oh, i gotta go check on my wife that's what not guilty people sound like mm. and home he went spencer heads home after having called a neighbor now to come and get him and give him a ride back to his house i was gonna ask if he walked okay incidentally november 29th 2018 it will also come to be known as the last day anyone saw spencer's wife uh who's listed only in court documents as nb uh, alive but, you know, coincidences reign around Quail Drive. Uh, <clears throat> Spencer's neighbor will go on to tell police that he heard Spencer's garage door open and close sometime between 2 and eight in, two and 4 in the morning. Okay. So into the 29th now. Uh, and later that morning of the 29th, Spencer, who evidently has never heard of Uber, Lyft, taxis, Just or... Call the buddy. Called the same neighbor... For a ride to the bus station. Now, he tells the neighbor that dear NB, the missus, will be joining Spencer at the bus station, whereupon the two of them will be going to Atlanta for unclear, totally innocent 
reasons with me so far. I've been to Atlanta. There's no reason to go to Atlanta. Have you seen the Falcons this year? <laughs> and it was there, the bus station, not Atlanta, yes. It was there, as Spencer was exiting the car to await his bus, that he made his innocence clear, telling his erstwhile chauffeur, whatever happened, I didn't do it. Uh, Lest we forget, this case, right there, ironclad alibi. Yeah, pretty solid. I heard some funky garage-type noises. He asked me to take him to a bus station. He's going to go to Atlanta. His wife is going to meet him. They're both going to go to Atlanta. Oh, side note. Whatever happened, I didn't do it. Just throwing it out there. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, time travel activate, Phil. We are now passing through the time stream, pausing February 12th, 2019, okay. to note that NB's family finally report her as missing at that time what the fuck how long it does, does it take you it does seem like a little bit of time here so no, i guess our innocent man probably has it under control why would we need to get involved of course so anyway uh we'll, we'll pull the delorean to the side of the road here again uh, like a week later as police searching spencer's home find most of the couple's personal items still there i was worried you were going to say find most of nb <laughs> <laughs> hold that thought but no signs of anyone residing in the home for months. So it is not a lived-in space, although all their shit is there. Their innocent shit is there, yeah, by the right. way. Yeah, right. I was going to say. Then they do a cursory search of the large field, stretching out behind and around the sort of property behind their home, and then going back a ways. Uh, it's February 19th, 2019, middle of the day. And um, without much effort, the... the um, the police stumble upon, what was your phrasing? Most, most, of, of, most of NB. Sprawled out, quote, partially decomposed, just left to rot, practically in Spencer's backyard. Pretty much literally in... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, now, why would an innocent man do that? Because he didn't do it, that's why. And so the search for the laziest fucking suspected murderer <laughs> in Missouri, at least, history, was on. And in March of 2020, get the feeling not a lot of people are motivated in this case. Like, no. All I... around. Anyway, everyone's innocent. Uh, a search warrant finally went out March 2020 for Spencer that opened the door to a much wider search. And in August, motherfucker, I'm sorry, innocent guy, was caught in utah okay which is not atlanta not the closest place to atlanta georgia i mean it starts with a vowel yeah that's true that's true and there are like there's a sky and seasons i guess but sure. anyway anyway there are a few cities between uh any of utah and atlanta i mean you could have been going to atlanta the long way true 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 over the course of years you know again innocence so yeah uh at least the, 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 at least he bothered to lie to his neighbor, though, and say, I'm going to Atlanta and not, like, Utah, you know? <laughs> uh, anyway, Frank Spencer III, innocent man, was finally extradited to Missouri and slated the day this pod comes out Ooh. to be arraigned before uh, an, uh, an, um, For what? an assistant uh, circuit judge. <laughs> the, the main charge, Phil? Yeah. That's, I'm glad you asked. Abandoning his wife's corpse. What? Wait he's taking center stage on this because that's what he's being sought in connection to because they can't say, well, you can. Also, in the article, alas, I was going to get to this in a bit, but I feel it, it 
poking through? Feels right now. Uh, it, yes, it's compound fracture of interesting facts here in the whip round. It it. Thank you. It was beautiful. No cause of death has been listed yet. That, you beat me to another question. And I hate to be that guy. Uh huh. I'm sorry that it happened, but I can't wait. <laughs> just, I'm just saying the two things can be true at once. Yes, they can. Um, like he can be innocent and totally kill this girl, for example. They're true at once, I think, so, Phil. But uh, anyway, to say nothing of the fact that he said nothing, by the way, to law enforcement at any time about his wife being dead, about being missing even, to say nothing of the possibility that she has come to some kind of harm. Well, it's because whatever happened, he didn't do it. Right. Nothing to say here. Right. If she's fucking dead, I believe my position has been clear. I was going to say. Uh, so anyway, expect his troubles to increase now that he's going to be in front of an actual judge. Uh, As opposed to everybody else I was just gonna say, who has not given a shit about poor I was gonna Envy. Say, hopefully she's thematically not connected. Uh, and before you ask, um, you know, yes, of course, I will be updating the show with causes of death and whatever happens with this. All of this to say, Phil... That it's going to be amazing finding out who really did this. <laughs> so, As I've said, innocent guy, your thoughts, buddy. When you can't pin down a cause of death. It's, well, they it's very... know. They're not telling us. Oh, okay. okay. At least that is the implication. It's just that it specifically did not say it. Okay. Because there, there is something to be said for. And you can, you know, you have a, depending on people's age, things going on, somebody takes a walk in the woods behind their house, whatever. I mean, I can see shit might happen. They fall down, husband forgets all about them. Right? That's the problem. Has this, this ever one. happened to you? <laughs> you could be living in an infomercial That's... and all of a sudden I can't walk. Oh, I'm dead. It's like, right. you should have gotten not this guy as your husband. Like, that's... <laughs> Just... <laughs> New from Acme. Not this guy as your husband. <laughs> Comes in a variety of shapes, ages, and uh, ethnicities. <laughs> I mean, really. Uh, it, it again. Have you considered <laughs> anyone else? <laughs> it it it's amazing to me that since you can't really or, or that that's what you gotta extradite him for. Like, I that, mean, I guess that, that's the one that they can go for sure. Definitely, we can pin this on you. That look, we've got all kinds of questions. <laughs> We'd like to talk to you and some witnesses. Yes, one of which does seem to have your case in well in hand, but yeah. I, I mean, it is just mind-boggling that that's what he gets charged with. At first. I mean, sure. I, I, I sincerely hope yeah, that's that... that's the hook. Yeah, I sincerely hope that, you know, number one, him or not, definitely seems like it's him. Does uh, it, though? A little bit. I hope they find whoever did it. I mean, you know, I'm rooting for justice, of course. Uh, but that being said, like... What the fuck? (laughs) I just can't fathom that it's like, look, wherever this murder thing goes, you still fucking left the body in your backyard. That shit's dirty. Right. Gross. We're going to charge you with that at least. Nasty. Gross. Clean that shit up before you go to salt fake bitty. Wherever you're going. (laughs) Yeah. um, Better Homes and Gardens is pissed. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. So. Wow. That's my story, Phil. Now. Yes. I feel perhaps a palate cleanser. Oh, I would love one. Maybe in order since when the cabinet was so focused on a not crime. Right. Phil, let's jump right into this with both feet, shall I'm we? In. It is time mm-hmm. for real or bullshit. Mm-hmm. Spot the theme connection, buddy. Unsolved murder trivia edition. Like 
take my feet back out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you've heard of the cases. You know some of the story. And you may even have your theories on who the hell done it. But are these obscure details about famously cold cases actual murdery details? Or extemporanea from my motherfucker wit, as the poet said. Let's find out, shall we? Are you ready? This is like me doing the Igno Bells last week, where well, it's like, you are so playing in your yard, this is going to well, be impossible. I'll tell you this, maybe partially because of that fact. I looked over this after I had finished it, and I was like, that might be too easy. So, I, not to set you up. Watch me. Find a way to fuck this up, citizens. I will not be surprised. There is no tiebreaker either. I will not be eh, surprised if you aced this one. Well. Which, you know... Hey, it's like a no hitter in a seven game, a seven inning game. I, I got it. Is that a th- yeah? It is that totally that. Yeah. Babe Ruth number one, <laughs> real or bullshit, Phil? In the famous 1947 Hollywood murder case surrounding Elizabeth Short, the up and coming 22 year old starlet, better known now as the Black Dahlia. Correct. See, you've already you got you know that's it, which that part is real, but not the question. Damn! <laughs> not only <laughs> real hurry <laughs> was Short found cut in half. With a remarkably efficient uh, exsanguination having been performed on both of <laughs> on all of that. Okay. Uh, but is that the case, Phil? Real or bullshit that the unknown culprit had also carved a hideous Glasgow smile on her face, slicing her mouth up to the ears, leaving a horrid smile on her face? Uh, I believe that's real. It's real, Phil! See what I'm telling you? And yeah, despite multiple confessions, widespread media attention, not so much as a single charge has ever been brought in the case of Hollywood's most famous murder. I I did know that nobody had been charged. Otherwise, it wouldn't be on this Which I feel the Glasgow smile. It's like, you can either bisect someone or cut their face. Like, don't do both. You're being tacky. Coco Chanel said, before you leave, always take off one thing. I feel like if Jack the Ripper had done, like, his, you know, his, his memoirs, Always, you know, skip one on the list. That's how he talked. Did you know that? Number two, perhaps the most famous unsolved murder in human history. It's more of a series of killings, really, in the late 19th century. A plague in London struck that we know as... Jack the Ripper? That is correct. And while tons of... (laughs) Bonus points everywhere. (laughs) And while tons of clues swirled around, so many copycat crimes and outright fake leads popped up that it's hard to even remember it all, except for one particular piece of evidence, Phil. Do you know where I'm going already? Not entirely. The infamous From Hell letter. Oh. Sent in fall of 1888 to Whitechapel Vigilance Committee Chair, sort of a citizen's police kind of thing, helping the cops with this issue. George Lusk was the recipient of this letter. Real or bullshit, Phil? Aside from the taunts in said letter said to be from Jack himself, was half of a human heart, which the writer claimed was all that was left after he, quote, fried and ate it. I gotta say bullshit. Why? Because I don't, I, I, I know about the letter. I don't remember there being anything included in the letter. And if it was, I don't think it was a heart. Okay, what well, was bullshit? But your spidey sense must have been tingling because it wasn't a heart. That was the part that I tried to bullshit you about. I, Do you know what it was? I felt like I would have remembered a heart more strongly than whatever it is because I can't. Was it like a hand? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. A ki- it was a human kidney. Okay. Half, rather, appended to the message. Sadly, the actual letter and point five 
uh, kidneys were both lost, suggesting that, uh, yeah, they totally seem like the sorts of people who would have fucked this whole thing up <laughs> at Scotland Yard. Uh, if you ever see a copy of the letter, if you ever see like images online, that's from a fortuitous photograph someone took of the letter, the actual thing, long gone. Number three, Phil, doing great so far. I see. I'm... Next time I'm going to have to really turn the screws on you. We all know the nursery rhyme about the August 4th, 1892 murder of Sarah and Andrew Borden oh. by, it is alleged, their axe-wielding adult daughter, stepdaughter in Sarah's case, Lizzie. Mm -hmm. 40 wax for Ma, 41 for Da, and all that jazz. Yeah. Real. Well, a lot of people tend to imagine this middle-class Massachusetts family uh, when they, you know, they think of the Lizzie Borden murders, just a normal family, white picket fence type surroundings, you know, but they were actually pretty well fucking off, Phil. In today's money, Andrew died worth between eight and nine million bucks. Wow. Now, Phil. I did not know that. Real or bullshit, buddy? The irony, my friend, the Bordens made the bulk of their money from the manufacture and sale of caskets. He sinks back in his chair, thought carving lines across his face this is unlike the from hell letter i have no bearing on that and i i i, I have no idea boy it sounds like something you want to be real so i'm gonna say bullshit i feel like you want to make it up i do it's real though oh wow is it really yeah That's can you awesome believe that you. they dabble in like furniture but the, the apparently like the big thing caskets my friend well caskets okay that, got that baby wholesale for the end there all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What was that, number two or three? Two, I'm two out of three right now. That was okay. Next one, real or bullshit, Phil? One of the main sources for a lot of the DNA-based runaround with regard to the 1996 murder of pageant princess JonBenet Ramsey oh, yeah. is that police let friends and relatives into the active crime scene for hours after the home yep. was the center of a murder investigation. That was bull... I mean, they did it, but it was such bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your actual answer? Oh, real. Thank you. It's not yep or bullshit, Phil. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I was waiting for a longer preamble. I was like, yeah, we all know they did that. Yeah, and no, 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 super no, fucking no. Well, actually, after the first other questions, I was like, maybe you ought to shorten one. You're giving speeches, John. Come on, just zing him one. Uh, but yeah, real. Apparently, they were shorthanded at the police uh, precinct that- uh, Just not holding people out. Come what, on, with all this, uh, it was during the Christmas holiday. Who's the fucking door? I know, but I love their, their, these articles, the justifications. Like, well, I mean, it was the Christmas holiday, so still- So what? So anyway, yeah, uh, all kinds of conflicting and muddled DNA evidence was all over the place. Yeah. And uh, yeah, on- uh, you know, the brother did it. The parents covered it up. And on we go. Uh, okay. So what is this? Four or five? That's five. I'm three out of f four so far. Okay. Uh, I actually think I had six for you here. I mislabeled. So hey. good, good for you, buddy. All right. I still have time to fail. Now, Phil. Yes. Breathless letter writer and multiple murderer, the Zodiac Killer. Ooh, was never Ted Cruz. Never, <laughs> never identified. <laughs> okay. Yeah, his wife's a real horse face here. Uh, <laughs> never identified, of course, though many believe he was caught and imprisoned with no one knowing that some perp out there is also... Not just just not telling you that he or not, she not your average perp right is the Zodiac killer uh, or that he's just dead and that's a good way to stop taunting notes in crimes because uh, it all stopped in 1974 the letters the types of crimes anyway but real or bullshit Phil part of the reason that the Zodiac killer was never unmasked could easily be because his earliest letters included a cipher he specifically said contained his identity but it's just never been broken or it's just complete gibberish. So real or bullshit, an unbroken cipher in several of the Zodiac Killer's first letters promised to reveal his identity, and no one's ever cracked the code. Just 
movie knowledge. I vaguely remember something about a cipher in a, in a movie, and I'm I'm gonna say real. I think that was I think that was real. It's bullshit. Oh, in that I said that it was never cracked, never solved. Uh, it was a high school teacher and his wife. Before anyone gets upset, I don't know what her her vocation was. It was listed in the source article as a teacher and Wait, his wife. Wait, what were you asking? Whether they cracked it? Yeah. I thought you were asking whether the cipher was a real thing. No. I'm playing the rest of this game under protest. We could throw it out. <laughs> I have obviously. I have one last. Um, you know. No, I, no, I it's fine. One. No, it's fine. I'll go for five hundred. Okay. No! So no time out. So question. So they cracked the cipher then? Yeah, they cracked the cipher in 1969, days after the initial letters went public, and he lied. Go figure. It did not contain his identity. What Just a it... bunch of stuff about, oh, I really like killing his man is the great. It's better than hunting in the woods because, you know, man, sexist language, man is the greatest whatever ah, game or yes. quarry or what the fuck ever he that's, said. Uh, that's a classic cipher known as douchebag. Got it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Which is what you were doing when you protest the game instead of not listening, motherfucker. All right. Last one, Phil. Tell me when the question is over. Consider it your bonus. <laughs> Back to 1996. Let's just redo some of that shit. Thank God. Las Vegas, Nevada. The infamous drive-by shooting of rapper, movie star, and cultural icon Tupac Shakur occurred on the streets not far from the MGM Grand, site of the Mike Tyson fight that he and some of his friends... Uh, that sounds so so condescending. Some of his friends. Some of his group, group, whatever, took in that night. But, real or bullshit, Phil... A first responder cop got Tupac's last words when the rapper was asked by said cop who had done this, and Tupac responded, fuck you. Let me say digital underground forever and real. It is real, Phil. Well done! Apparently, Shakur was going in and out of consciousness, with a lot of shifts going on as this guy is talking to him, but per the responding officer himself, the dying mogul responded to a chance to snitch thusly, quote, he looked at me and he took a breath to get the words out, and he opened his mouth, and I thought I was actually going to get some cooperation, and then the words came out. Fuck you. After that, he started gurgling and slipping out of consciousness. At that point, an ambulance showed up, and he went into unconsciousness. Hmm. And there you have it, Phil. Congratulations. Hey. Job well done. Almost perfect, right? Was it, what, two? Two off. Two out of six wrong? Uh, yeah. So it's a pessimistic way of looking at it. Four out of six correct. You know what the most optimistic thing would be? It's .666. I got right. Of course. And there you have it. We're all good here. We've cleansed the palate. I feel better. Uh, nothing like a bunch of gurgling, dying last words no, to clear the macabre you know I was Well, I was worried there wasn't going to be any graphic gurgling uh, mm. and last words in this I wouldn't one. let you down. Man. I appreciate it. I wouldn't let you down. Uh, anyway, off to fucking commercial with us. Yes. Huh? huh? Wee! Hey, everybody. Are you interested in Philadelphia sports? Of course you are. Are you a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, you are. Are you frustrated by the Phillies? I know you are. Do you want to hear us go on about the Flyers? How about some Sixers news? Well, you need to check out Potadelphia. Subscribe to Potadelphia and we'll be in your inbox every Monday morning, giving a recap of the previous week's activities in Philadelphia sports. We're going to get you primed for the upcoming week. And we're going to make your drive into work a little more tolerable. So follow Potadelphia, subscribe to Potadelphia, review Potadelphia, and just overall embrace and love Potadelphia because it's really cool. Thanks. Well, you know, every time I think to myself, I'm ready to bring us back, I never am. But you know what? We're here now, and I hope you're ready because we are, or not. 
But it doesn't. <laughs> It's time for three for the road. That time of the show, we try our best to make any goddamn sense whatsoever. It's uh, it's getting late, so what we're gonna do? Talk about stories that we weren't able to fit into the show in the regular run of things. Uh, Yeah, so burning a hole in our brain. We're gonna talk about it. We get thirty seconds apiece. After each thirty second turn is up, you hear something a little bit like this, which is Phil. Trying to hold it together. Woo! And uh, we get three turns apiece, so uh, when three turns of 30 seconds is over, well, that'll be it. We'll plug some stuff, we'll chit, we'll chat, uh, we'll say all kinds of funny things, and then we'll all cry until next week. Um, we talked long ago. I go first. And Phil's going first. Yes, I do. So, Phil, question for you. Yes, sir. Uh, what did you say at the beginning of the act? I don't remember anymore. Could you repeat it for me, please? Not if even if you paid me. All right, Phil, go! In nerdiest scholarship ever news, Columbia College Chicago is attempting to get a new scholarship going. By next year, Coach Ted Walters is hoping to raise 25000 to establish the first ever Quidditch scholarship. Uh, That's right. The game originally from the Harry Potter universe found a way to more and more college campuses with its gravity-obeying action. Quote, in the wake of George Floyd protests, the Quidditch community has been working on creating a more inclusive space for black and indigenous people of color. Unlike the series author in turf, J.K. Lowling is defined, uh, is defined by <laughs> title nine and three quarters of the U.S. Quidditch League. I swear to God, that's a thing. Teams are not separated by gender and inclusivity has been a hallmark of the sport. They're hoping to provide $500 per semester. Way to go, Quidditch people. In I Can Has Plasma news, police are searching for the identity of a Florida man, fucking duh, right, accused, well, caught on camera, if we're being picky, stealing a bunch of cat blood from an animal hospital on September 17th. Footage taken by nearby security cams show a guy walking up to the door of a clinic on the 17th, uh, quote, touching and inspecting a blood donation box just outside. The UFO, unidentified Florida, oh, Phil trademark then exited the area only returned less than a half hour later whereupon quote a man wearing the same clothing walked up to the clinic and took the box and inside were four vials of cat mm. blood this bastard will now one can only assume using some sick goddamn vampiric ritual featuring kitty blood catnip and a confederate flag fucking florida in its space toilets news NASA has a new super deluxe commode ready to blast off to the international space station and underwent tensing at the johnson <laughs> space center and is being set up on a resupply mission on september 29th the toilet is an upgrade in several ways it's smaller lighter can support larger crews uh, but not all at once uh, <laughs> it's, it's improved urine collection system in old toilets even has a 3d printed aluminum dual fan separator to suck the shit right out of you joking aside it's been redesigned to be more accommodating also to female astronauts and the hope is tesco as well nasa plans to use in future missions and sean if you want to upgrade your regular commode it'll cost you a cool 23 uh 23 million delivery and installation not included not if it can't support us all <laughs> in dead elephant update news sharp-eared citizens will certainly recall my story a few weeks back about a baffling outbreak of dead elephants strewn across the beautiful african landscapes in botswana remember that hundreds upon hundreds of elephants uh seeming to have just dropped dead in gargantuan numbers this past year far in excess of any normal pattern well now botswana can announce a culprit though justice may be slow in arriving with over 300 elephants felled officials tell us the water infested with cyanobacteria produced Toxins were to blame, and while they can only say these toxins are neurotoxins, no one's quite ready to name the exact chemical yet, except to say this kind of bacteria and resulting toxin are in far greater numbers this year thanks to climate change. So all is totally going to be fine. We're saved. We're all right. It wasn't humans poisoning them. And finally, for me in, hey, I know that guy news. Uh, Old Miss is gearing up for the football pandemic or not, and they're using disposable cups from the concession stands to honor healthcare heroes that have been keeping us safe. 
Almost. Eagle-eyed pervs noticed that in their copy-and-paste collage of stock footage doctors and nurses, they included an image of the winner of Pornhub's 2019 Best Dick Award, Johnny Sins. Oh, hey. The porn star, whom it has been said that I bear a passing resemblance to, is dressed as a doctor, uh, but to my knowledge, he has no medical credentials. I'd like to remind everybody that the, uh, lo- I'd like to remind everybody that lots of studios in the porn industry were actual heroes and donated all of the PPE they had for medical staff uh, and people that needed it. So honestly, I'd say it kind of counts. Either way, the cups have been pulled because of the graphic, uh, because of the graphic design boner, but what a collector's item if you can get your hands around one. And don't you dare tell me you weren't goddamn warned news. North American wildlife observers and scientists alike are now rushing to find a way to combat what they are calling a, quote, feral swine bomb. And I feel like I <laughs> called this. The bomb refers to a tremendous uptick in the number of feral pigs, big fuckers too, amassing and spreading out from Canada and the United States, over 30 of our states. And look, there are over 9 million feral pigs in the U.S. alone, and their numbers are up with, quote, Ryan Brook, a University of Saskatchewan biologist who researches wild pigs, predicting that they will occupy 386,000 square miles across the country by the end of 2020, and they're currently expanding at about 35,000 square miles a year. These pigs cost billions of dollars a year as they eat crops, ruin land, and attack, attack, attack farm animals for fun and profit people. And while Ontario and Montana are developing resistances, note that their options are limited as these pigs death fast. They even become a colonel when hunted by humans. Ring the bell all you want. We're fucking doomed. Our only hope is Montana people, so we're fucking doomed. <laughs> And anything to plug, Sean? <laughs> the uh, magician's assistant on Facebook, our wonderful webmistress, Caroline Laporta, is, uh, well, she's a gifted artist. I shouldn't speak out of turn, though. I'm hoping that she's still able to uh, have some crafts available, although the door may have closed on Halloween. Uh, it depends on your costumes, but um, there is uh, a project now that is in the works that may take her away from her home studio. And uh, I don't think I'm actually even allowed to tell listeners what she might be working on. Okay. So uh, get those things in now if you have them. And uh, again, it never hurts to ask, folks, regardless of what the idea is, big or small. Ask. She'll give you. She'll give you an honest answer and an estimate, and work it out from there. Fucking a. Yeah. And lest we forget, we should plug ourselves. (laughs) I can't do it with. How do you keep a straight face? It makes me giggle every time. I don't know, Phil. I don't know. It's a natural gift. Yeah. Reach us. out. <laughs> reach Woo. out. Uh, reach out, please. Uh, you know, send us emails at the Whip Round. Reach out email. and email. You know what? <laughs> you know what the damn email is. I want to close yeah. on that. It was phenomenal. Yeah, that was great. That was fun. Listen, Depeche Mode doesn't come up and o- uh, up often enough, I think. Yeah, they don't. Uh, who Facebook t- and who? Uh, Instagram and all that shit. Who told... All right. I defy you, Phil. What? I want a side-by-side picture of you and whoever this porn star <laughs> is. I want to see it. And I want I want it out there on at least Instagram. Maybe close, you go to Facebook. You mean, right? Uh, we'll start there. Okay. But to put it on you know, a Facebook poll, you know, P-O-L-L, <laughs> for God's sake. But I want to, you know, yes, no, there's this, there was a resemblance. I said passing. I'm, I, I just want to, I want to I see that side-by-side. Please. Please. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Also, uh, I just want to. I just want to give a little teaser. Yeah, sure. I got something really fun. I get to do with the cabinet in October. Oh yes, that's right. Uh, so if you're sort of an in and out kind of reader, reader, citizen. If you're an in and out kind of <laughs> citizen, National Book Award, then uh, I don't know. You're gonna. I think it's worth listening through October. Uh, we got it's all kinds of Halloween fun. In particular, Sean's cabinet of the macabre. He's uh, doing a little, doing a little uh, mythology tour, let's say. So you'll see. It's going to be really fun. Mick mythology. 
Myth cab- it's myth, Irish. Myth cabinet. Yeah. Yes. Probably not that. <laughs> we love you. Yes, we do. Bye now. Stop tickling that rat, citizen. Cut it out. Who, who told you, though, that you look like that porn star? Okay. Did um, you tell yourself? No, I did not. This has come up in two Well, you know what? It's hindsight's twenty twenty, but twenty twenty tends to suck. So fuck that. Oh, what? T-shirt. <laughs>